Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Show will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to the voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. <laughs> yeah, I do. Tickle me when I say it, but I do. Like I say always, it just is a constant reminder of, of how good God has been. So, my question to you is what's stopping you from having the life that you want? What's stopping you from having the life that you want? I know a lot of people who have given up on achieving the life of their dreams, but I know they'd still want them if they could get to them, but they just allowed to settle for so many reasons. So who I'm talking to is you today. What's really at the core of stopping you? What is that? Is it your friends or your associates Is it the fear of what you think somebody else will think of you if you decide to change? Is it what I used to call the call of the wow? Is it the fact that you keep thinking that the thing that you're doing that's providing you these momentary moments of pleasure that really ain't really good or healthy for you, you don't want to stop doing that because you've got just a little bit more something else you want to do? I call that the call of the wow. You know, it's just out there. Them streets is calling you. Them lights is calling you. You know, them girls is calling you. Them guys that's on the wrong side keep calling you. You can't seem to make a decision by the right guy. You keep picking the wrong guy all the time. What is it that's stopping you from having the life that you really want to have? So whatever the reason you're choosing, that's the reason that's stopping you from having the life that you want to have. It's no good. Because at the end of the day, 
here's the real deal. See, God is available, and God is available for all of us, and God has a plan for all of us, and God wants the very best for all of us. That's the truth of the matter. So now, what are we going to do to get started having that life? First of all, if it's your friends, I want you to understand something. Your friends can't save you. A lot of your friends offer no real help for you. Most of your friends don't have the answer themselves. I mean, it's just a wide range of reasons. And misery love company. So usually when your friends are in a bad position, they kind of like company in that bad position. Your friends ain't going to church. You're going to be their friend. They don't really want you to go to church. You know, your friends don't pray. So why would they offer up prayer as a solution to you? You know, your friends don't really, really get uh, the fact that if you treat people better, people would treat you better. So what's that? So your friends are a lot of times the reasons, you know, the peer pressure of what and then the thought in your mind of what they going to think once they find out I don't do what they do anymore. Who cares what they think other than you? I mean, really, you can't let what somebody thinks of you stop you from having the best life you wanted to have. If I went by that theory right there, I wouldn't I wouldn't even be on this mic this morning. I would have never become a stand up. I would have had I listened to the people around me who clearly told me when I quit my job to pursue this. Boy, don't you quit your job. You got a family. Boy, don't you do this. You ain't got no bit. That ain't ain't no security in that. Get yourself a job. Go down here and work your brother. Go to work over here. Go. To, I heard all of that. I didn't let that stop me from pursuing this. Why would you allow that to stop you from pursuing your relationship with God so you can have the best life you could possibly have? You gang bang because they've convinced you that this is the family situation and love that you don't have. And they've convinced you that this is your only way, your only source of getting over. And then you drum up these ignorant reasons, man, for staying with it. But they sound so good when you're listening to everybody else you're surrounded by telling you why we gang banging, why we holding this block down, why we slanging this thing here right here, why we letting it go like this here. You keep listening to them when all in your heart of hearts, you know, this ain't right. You already know, but you allow that form of the call of the wild. That wanting to be accepted by a group of people who trying to get you to accept a way so you can further their progress to even prove that you worthy to be around them. You got to commit some type of crime to even prove that you worthy to be around them. Then when you get busted on the crime, what happens to that? Where your family at now? They don't come down there to see you because guess what? They can't turn in their idea at the desk at a law enforcement center. So now your homies can't come visit you. And then, you know, your family back out here, they ain't taking care of your family because it's all about them. Then you learn that. What is it that's stopping you from having the life that you always wanted to have? What is it? Why are you a repeat offender? Why do you keep checking yourself back into that institution? Why, man? Why won't you get it together? Why won't you give God a try? Why won't you disassociate yourself? Why would you continue to be a part of a revolving door system and becoming the farm system for these institutions that ain't got nothing for you? 
but you keep going back in there, and then every time you go in there, and then your little homies or your gang-banging little, little silly little friends try to make you think that's a badge of honor. There ain't no badge of honor, man. That's one more, that's one more scratch on that record. That's one, more, that's one more nail in that coffin. That's one step closer to that third strike where you ain't going to ever get out. It's one step closer to that graveyard. You keep on. Why would you not give God a try? Why would you not go and see what your life could really be? What is it that's stopping you? Because, see, I got news for you. There's nothing like waking up free. I don't care who you are. There's nothing like waking up with the joy in your heart. Now, if you ain't going to be free, get the joy in your heart, the satisfaction of knowing that you're accomplishing something with your life. Help somebody behind them bars. Get in the program. Show these young cats when they come in a better way. But don't you dare sit there, man, and just ride it out. And, man, just, just go and get the fullest life that you can have. What You know what it feels like to wake up and be on your way somewhere, knowing that you have something to accomplish, that you can change somebody, that you can stop somebody from going down the road you went down. It's a whole lot of ways to make your life better. But why would you not go and have the best life you can have? What is it that's stopping you? Really? Really? So you think that Satan really has your best interests at heart? That that little thing your mama kept telling you about praying, you wasn't listening, was you? But you know, it ain't ever too late to get back to that. It ain't ever too late to turn around. It ain't ever too late to get your life together. It ain't ever too late to seek God. And it ain't ever too late to pray. Don't forget to pray. Don't be ashamed to pray. And don't be too proud to pray. Because prayer changes things. Prayer changes people too. I'm a witness to that. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time. The Steve Harvey Morning Show is here. Now, before we get started, I'm going to do this show under, uh, what you call it? Is it protest? Yes, sir. Duress? Both. (laughs) Protest and duress. Uh, 22 hours of flying, five-hour layover, been in town two hours. I'm on the air, and I'm telling you right now, in severe pain. Ladies and gentlemen, let us begin. Some slack gonna have to get picked up. Let's get it on Steve Harvey Morning Show. Shirley Strawberry. We got you, Steve. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Carla Pharrell. What's happening? It's Friday. What up, Junior? Morning, Unc. Got you back, man. Nephew Tommy. Yes, sir. Coming to America. He is here. He is back. (laughs) Man. Great trip, a lot of work, a lot of effort, but it's all good. It's all good. I'd rather be tired from something than tired from nothing. Ooh. Mm. Mm. something. Ooh. Speak it. You better Speak talk. it. Because do you know something, man, that was a point in my life where I was actually tired from nothing? Mm-hmm. Sitting around trying to figure it out, wasn't, didn't have no options. I would, ooh, two very different tires. I call this tired with a purpose. Hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Tommy? Yes, yes sir. I do. I okay. Do. You been there, Junior? <laughs> what? Man. Okay. Well, tired that's with it. A purpose. How many you seeds you planted? Two ladies after, huh? who had, huh? who had yeah. babies. <laughs> oh, God, no. What we're talking about is of no comparison. 
That's okay. why I didn't drag y'all in. Yeah. See, once you say, talking to the two ladies that had a baby, yeah. and all this we talking about is null and void. So just let us have this moment for a moment before we drag in child. We're going around the room. Because y'all ain't had no baby. Childbirth, no, we ain't talking. That childbirth is different. That top everything. Yeah, I buy down. Yeah. I've been in the room and seen it happen, though. It's amazing. It ain't no, that ain't God. close. If you wasn't the one in that bed, you wasn't in that bed with that poundage coming out, you really, uh-uh. Mm-mm. I'm the one After behind the back months? just cheerleading. Go ahead, yeah. baby. Ready yeah. to get you smacked. Got but it's like, okay, like, check this out. Like, I flew for 22 hours. But it's women being labored that long and long. Yeah. So yeah. now... My sure. little flight, I was eating snacks and <laughs> you were watching comfortable. movies and going oh, to sleep. Okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Waking up. <laughs> you didn't have contractions. <laughs> you didn't have none of that. You didn't was that, that painful? Did you hurt that? anywhere? Were you screaming? <laughs> no. Okay. Did you want to choke somebody? Yeah. <laughs> and you on a baller plane. Were you on Emirates? <laughs> were you naked in front of everybody in the room? No. <laughs> No, I wanted to be though. Weird. The nurse jump in the bed with you and weird. say, "You can do this." <laughs> yeah. You get an epidural in your back. <laughs> no, but I wanted it though. <laughs> I did want it. Twenty-two hours. Yeah, I wanted it. <laughs> All right, listen. Uh, we're gonna have some fun today on this Friday. Coming up in thirty-two minutes after the hour, ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, it's time now for Ask the CLO. Just in time, Steve Harvey, back from the motherland. Ask the CLO, the chief love officer. Here we go. (laughs) Had to get it out. Had to get it out, sister. Had to get it out, sis. All right, this one is from uh, Dana in Rolling Fork, Mississippi. She says, the love of my life came into my life by accident, and he worried me half to death until I agreed to go out with him. I'm a professor at a community college, and he is a sanitation worker, but not a garbage man. When I introduced him to my friends and family, he proudly told him what he does for a living, and they judged him before they got to know him. He treats me like a queen, and he loves the Lord. Do other opinions matter? Not at all. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not at all. And you know what? And 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 your family don't know what this man gonna be. Where we are today is just where we are today. And he keeps waking up in the morning, so his journey ain't over. I wouldn't worry about them people, man, at all. He proud of himself, and you love the way he treats you. Go on about your business and have a great life. That's Amen why be to by that. yourself, worried about somebody else. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> And who are they to judge? What's, what's so great about their life? The man living a good life. Mm-hmm. Honest life. Man, come on. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, we're, we're moving on to Marcus in East Texas. He says, Aww. I've been dating a female, Marcus. I've been dating a female that's 10 years older than me, and she has a 30-year-old daughter that is messing with one of my friends. Her daughter is married, and my friend has been married for only two years. I told my friend he's dead wrong for cheating and I talked to my girlfriend's daughter about it. The girl told her mama that I'm all in her business and now my girlfriend thinks I have an ulterior motive or I'm jealous because I want her daughter. So much for trying to help out. How do I get out of this? 
No, just get out of it. Stay out of it and say, okay, my bad. Tell you what, do what the hell you want to do. Go on about your business. I'm using up all the energy I have right now, early, because I feel myself fading. <laughs> You're going to be fine, Steve. <laughs> so this burst of energy I got is <laughs> taking everything I got. Just get out you of it. You sound good. <laughs> you do. So you're telling him just to get out of it, which means what? Stop talking? Yeah. Okay. Let me ask you a question, Shirley. Is mm-hmm. he married to this woman? No, he's just dating her. He's just dating her. And, and she's the woman, an older woman. Yeah. She's 10 years older than he is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Her 30-year-old daughter, daughter is sleeping with one of his friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And okay, both of well, them are married. Okay. Now, he told her, and she done told her mama now, mama, thank you. What ulterior, what ulterior motive could he have? Yeah. Or he's jealous because he wants her daughter. Wow. <laughs> That's a stretch. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Uh-huh. Leave and that old said, lady alone going about your business. <laughs> Marcus. All right. Um, we're moving on. Jazzy in South Philly says, I'm a 51-year-old single woman that has had a history, that has a history of dating more than one man at a time. I met a nice single man recently, and he's trying to be in a monogamous relationship after we've had a few threesomes and attended a swingers party. He said he wants to put that in the past and just be with me from here on out. When I was in my 30s, I tried to settle down, but after a while, my man started bringing up my past. What's to say this guy won't do the same thing in a few years? What do you think? Well, first of all, it's his idea. If I were you, I'd be grateful <laughs> that he still want to do something because both of you have had a kind of sorted checkered path. Mm-hmm. But if he willing to overlook it and he just wants you and he don't want to do that no more, the real question is, you sound like you don't want to. Mm. Mm. She's got the mm. yeah. Mm. That's what it sound like to me. Like, you don't, mm. <laughs> she, She's not done you with know. the threesome. Yeah, you know, sound like you got a little bit more invested in that. Yeah. 51, go sit your ass down somewhere. Still swinging and doing threesomes. I'm going to get your butt home and watch Ready to Love. (laughs) (laughs) On Friday night. Tonight. Hey, Tommy. Hey, Tommy. With the title of that show, she don't need no more encouragement. (laughs) She got love. Because her answer is Ready to Love. Hell yeah. Yeah. But there is someone ready to love her, though. Oh, well. All right. Shia in D.C. says, My brother and I are at odds over comments his wife made when I spent the weekend with them. She said she got me sparkling water since that's what princesses drink. At bedtime, she let me know my bed sheets had a high thread count because only the best will do. Then she asked me if I eat pork or if she had to go get uh, turkey bacon for me. My brother has always teased me about being bougie, and his wife thinks she can do it too. He said to chill because she's only joking. Should I say something to her or not? <laughs> hey, dog, she's just joking, but is he over their house? No, she spent the, She spent a weekend with them. Oh, you ain't going to be up in my house cracking jokes about me. Hell yeah, I'm <laughs> going to turn No, no, no. <laughs> she, she was at, the sister was at their house. And then the sister came back. Yeah, when she was back, the wife was teasing her like the brother does. Well, it's just a joke, though. What, I mean, what you touchy for? <laughs> you are bougie. So she doesn't on. like the wife. <laughs> she doesn't mm-hmm. like her. 
That's what it is. Uh huh. She doesn't like messing with my man. Talking about what he don't worry about what he. (laughs) You ain't got to feed him. (laughs) Here we go, right? (laughs) Here we go. All over but here the, in the Kool-Aid. <laughs> the wife is really like getting to her though. Mm-hmm, I brought you sparkling water since you're a princess and that's what princesses drink. <laughs> you know she's on her nerves. She wants to say something to her. <laughs> she pushing those buttons. Uh-huh, sure. she on is. Purpose. Yeah, she on is. Purpose. I'm going to drink this Hennessy Saturday night and come over here with that if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be a fight. Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying just let it go, Steve. It ain't worth it. Right. Sometimes you gotta you gotta not let people push your buttons. Mm-hmm. Pick yep. your battles. That's right. All right, all right. Thank you, CLO. Coming up next, it is the nephew with "Run That Prank Back." Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Anne is standing by with our national news. And in entertainment news, Michael B. Jordan shuts down Superman rumors, okay? We'll talk Mm. about all of these stories at the top of the hour. But right now, the nephew is here to run that prank back. What you got for us, Neff? A heart of a brother. A heart of a brother. Get your nephew, Steve. Get him. Hello? Hey, I'm trying to reach uh, Alan. This is Alan. Alan, how you doing, man? My name is Bobby, Bobby Booker. Uh, what, what can I do for you? I got your number, man, from the, uh, from the hospital. Did you just, uh, within the last, I guess, three, four months, did you get a, uh, a heart transplant? Within three and a half months ago, yeah, I did. I did, three and a half months ago. Okay. How, 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 how you been feeling, man? Uh, actually good. I'm actually up and around faster than I thought it was going to be, you know? So... I'm doing well. Thank you. Are you with our? Yeah. Are you are, are are you with the hospital? No, no, I'm not. Uh, actually, you know, I, they gave me your number, man. I hope you okay with it. But you, you, you actually, uh, the the heart that you got was from from my brother, uh, Troy. And, oh my uh, God! Really? Yeah, that was my brother. My wow. brother passed oh, I'm so sorry about your brother, but wow, I gotta tell you, he saved my life, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so I, I, you know, I just want to call you, man. I hope you don't mind. You know, no, no, not at all. You know, if, if, if it's kind of like a little bit of my brother is, is, is still living. You know what I mean? It kind of, it kind of feels like my brother's still living. So, I, yeah. well, it, it's a good nice. thing. It's, it's a good yeah, thing. That I'm just is glad. Good thing. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, let me ask you this, man. I'm just curious because you, you, you're Caucasian, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm white. Yeah. Do you feel any any different having a black man's heart in your body? Do you... <laughs> no, no, I I don't feel any different. Um, yeah. No. Okay. I didn't really think about it though. Uh, and, and this this will just make me and the rest of the family feel good that we knew what he was dedicated to and the things that right. really mattered mattered to him. Would you feel all right joining the NAACP? Uh. Is that? Are there some people who are going to be upset that I join? I mean, is that okay? Uh, no, nah, well, you know, I, I don't know about anybody being upset, man. It's just I know my brother that that's what he was a part of, and you know, you you walking around with with his heart, man. It it would just feel different. It feel great, you know, to have to feel like he would be back in there doing what he, what he was doing and 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 fighting for 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 uh, injustice for the black community. Now, are you a Democratic or Republican? Well, you know, I'll be honest with you. I, I I was Republican until Trump, and now I'm just really, 
I, I, I'm kind of on the fence. I mean, that guy's an idiot. You, you did vote for Trump? I did not, but I am a Republican. Okay. So, uh, and the reason why, you know, because I'm just curious, man, because I, what, I, what I would hate to see is, you know, when come around, you know, you, you over there in the voting booth, you know, with my brother Blackheart, and you in there, you know, voting Republican, uh, uh, you know, and, and, and that's something that I know my brother wouldn't be doing. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just, I, I, I'm just asking. Well, I mean, I'm not happy with Trump, but if someone else in the Republican Party runs and I, I agree with them, I, I'm not, I, it's, it's kind of like it's my heart now. I can't change my point of view just because of that. I mean, it's yeah, but, 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 a little but, crazy. But, nah, but what you're not going to do, though, man, is be in there with my brother Blackheart and you up in there making some decisions that I know my brother wouldn't do. You see what I'm saying? That's a long what? way off, man, but I can't promise you that. I mean, if somebody runs that I like, I mean, I'm going to vote the way I feel. My heart and my head tell me to vote. No, well, see, I mean, no, 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 hold on, hold on. See, no, don't, don't say what my heart, because that ain't your heart. You understand? That's my brother's heart. So you got every right to ask me what you think my brother would feel in his heart, and I'll tell you. You understand what I'm saying? I, 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 I don't. That's the way I feel. Hey, man, let me ask you something. Have you, have you been, like, craving different kind of foods that you don't normally eat? Have yeah, you been looking what? at... I don't know. I mean, girl, like greens. Like my brother ate a lot of greens. Did you? Do you feel like you'd be wanting some greens sometimes? Oh, I like greens occasionally. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all of a sudden, do you like uh, uh, women who have big butts? Well, I love women in general. I didn't think about specifics, but you know, if they're good looking, they're good looking. Well, wait, wait a minute. What the f- kind of call is this, man? I mean, you're asking me all these random questions. Well, what? I don't understand where this is coming from. It's coming from my brother's heart. That's where it's coming from. You got my brother Black Heart inside of you. You know. Yeah. I'm asking you. I'm asking you to do what my brother would do, not what you would do. You you, you want to do it from your heart, and then you're doing it from my brother's heart. When you first called me about your brother, I was excited. Now I'm thinking, how the f- did the hospital give you just this number, and you get to call me up? That's privileged information. You shouldn't get to just call me and ask me all these f-ing random questions, man. I just got a heart transplant. Now you're starting to get me worked up. I'm not trying to get you worked up. Well, you All I'm trying that, to, man. Okay, okay. Well, well, let me let me just calm down. All I know is you got Troy heart inside of you, and I'm trying to let you know the kind of person Troy is. Okay, so let me let me ask you this: Has your music changed? Are you listening to more R&B now? R&B? Well, I do like R&B, but I listen to hard rock too. That hasn't changed. Cause what's in Troy heart gonna stay in Troy? heart. You understand? So you got to have, that's in your heart now. Greens, big butts, NAACP. That's what I'm saying. Okay, I'm well, trying to, tell you, I'm trying to tell you about Troy What? Are you, are you crying, man? I'm trying to tell you about Troy Hey, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Don't, I, I know you miss your brother. Don't, damn, I'm so, oh. Okay, let me, let me tell you this. Let me tell you okay. this. Okay. Since you got my brother heart, I think it's only right that me and you we get together and go to go to a Jay Z concert together. I think that's only right. A, a Jay Z and Beyonce concert, we go together because that's what me and my brother did. We we would go see them perform. Well, I mean, they are two of the best of all time. So, am I buying both the tickets? Oh, that's f-ed up. You got your heart, and you worry about who gonna pay for some tickets? I didn't know. I thought maybe you might want to treat your brother one last time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, no, no, it's okay. It's okay. Listen, I'm really, uh, I'm really sorry. I mean, I get upset. I didn't mean to yell at you. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. Yeah. Do you, do you, 
Do you listen to black radio? Sometimes I do listen to black radio. Do you ever listen to the this, this Steve Harvey morning show? Well, yeah, he's one of the best, man. I used to follow him when he was on Family Feud. He's great. Why? why? He's got a nephew on the show, and he, and he does prank phone calls? Yeah. <laughs> and that would be me. Alan, this is Nephew Tommy, baby. Steve Harvey morning show, man. Oh, get got... the f*** out. Are you serious? <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm, I'm not kidding, baby. Oh, my God, dude. You almost gave me a second heart attack. Jesus. Oh, my God. You've been pranked, man, by your wife, Robin, and her co-worker, Bridget, partner. You got to tell me this. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? It's your show, baby. Steve Harvey. Come on, man. <laughs> now, that's the dirtiest damn prank you've ever done. In the that's a lowdown honor. I'm ashamed of you. I'm not your uncle. Don't, man, that's the dirtiest damn prank. Man, I'm through with you. We ain't we, we relatives no more. Dirty is dirty. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, thank you, nephew. Entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Michael B. Jordan shuts down Superman rumors. Michael B. Jordan may be the sexiest man alive, according to People magazine, but apparently he's not going to be Superman. While doing press for Tom Clancy's Without Remorse, he was asked about his possible involvement in the upcoming superhero film that will be written by Ta-Nehisi Coates. Um, it, it's smart of DC to grab Ta-Nehisi uh, to go ahead and adapt the project, he said. Um, he's incredibly talented. It's going to be talented. It's going to be worth checking out. I'm flattered that people have me in that conversation. It's definitely a compliment, but I'm just watching on this one. So Michael B. Jordan says, nope. <laughs> he's not going to be Superman. Yeah, mm. he would be. He would be a great Superman, I think. But yeah, he says no. It's flattering and everything, but no. Ah, if I look like that, I'd be Superman, man. that man, the other man, black man. <laughs> yeah. Black man. Ultra Y'all man. Jigger man. man. <laughs> Gucci man. Right now, Gucci man. man. Gucci man. I have my shirt off every damn move. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies yeah, and gentlemen, so. naked man. <laughs> Come on. All of them, right? <laughs> yeah. Him. Yeah. Well, Michael B. Jordan says, you know, it's a compliment, but he's just going to watch it. Yep. Cool. Mm. Wow. His new movie looks good without remorse. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. That looks yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Marjorie went to the premiere. It is oh. tonight, right? The premiere is tonight. Yeah. yeah. Well, they had another premiere. Yeah. Oh, She's yeah. already right. gone. Then I walked the carpet and everything. Oh, okay. It come on. It's, it's out now, today. Huh? Yeah. Did oh, she like it? No, she just told me it wasn't a carpet. They just went to the premiere. It must have been oh. a screening. Oh, okay. All right. Hey, Marjorie. What did she say about the movie? <laughs> she liked it, I know. It looks well, good. Well, normally my wife ain't on the radio show, but she just heard me lie, so she got in the radio show. <laughs> it wasn't the a premiere, baby. Tell it was us about just the movie. A... Tell, her, tell her to get on the mic. Tell her. Come over here and tell them about the movie. Come like over it? here and tell them about the movie. They want to know about the movie. How was it? Okay, here she come. Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time on Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> first time. Oh, God. 
Uh, hey, Marjorie. Hello. Hi, hey, Marjorie. Marjorie. Hey, Marjorie. How you guys doing? Good. How are you, honey? We know you, you've been on the show before. Um, but Steve was telling us you went to the, the premiere or screening or something of Michael B. Jordan's new movie, Without Remorse. Yes, it was excellent. And I'm not oh, just saying yes. that because it's Michael. It was really, really good. You liked it? He can well, act, though, Marjorie. He really can act. Yeah, skills. he can act, but it doesn't mean, you know, just because a person is a great actor that it's going to be a great movie, but it really is a great movie. Okay. All right. Yeah, that is definitely going to keep you on the edge of your seat. Did Denzel direct it? No. No. This wasn't the one. That, that was another movie. Oh, he got another one. Coming. <laughs> he got yeah. he don't yeah. never know. Well, he, he don't never know the right information. <laughs> came in right on it. Oh, yeah, Amazon Prime. You can catch it on Amazon Prime. It's right. called What's Without Remorse. Uh, we got an endorsement from Marjorie Harvey herself, who says it's a great movie. Yay. Michael B. Jordan can act, and it's a good movie. Thank you, Marjorie. We love you. Thank you, guys. I love you. Go see it. Go see it. Check it out. Okay. Love right. you, Marjorie. I know. Love you guys. Here. All right, Steve. That was They're cute. so cute. The that, that was really cute. Yeah. The <laughs> All right, time I'm trying for today's to teach headline. a radio so she don't mess this money up. You feel it? Got to feel dead time, baby. You got to talk. You did yeah, great, right. baby. <laughs> all right, let's go to headlines, please. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, <laughs> Miss Andrea. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You left the talented and the beautiful, and now it's just me. Good morning. This is Andrew with the news, everybody. The Biden administration sending out about $100 million in aid to COVID-ravaged India, and the plane carrying it is expected to land sometime this morning. And now the families of U.S. diplomats over there are able to leave if they want. Uh, their horrific coronavirus infection numbers and death numbers. State Department spokesman Ned Price says it's still up to the individual embassy workers, though. Authorized departure doesn't force anyone to leave. It doesn't require anyone to leave. It gives these family members the option to depart if they wish. No word on how many Americans have been infected. There were over 300,000 Indians reported infected last weekend. Seems like the former Cleveland, Ohio cop who shot and killed Tamir Rice wants his job back, and the police union out there support is supporting him. Timothy Lohman, whose wife arrived at a public park in 2014 where the 12-year-old was playing by himself with a toy gun, and only seconds later he gets out the car, seconds, and shoots and kills Tamir Rice. Lohman wasn't even fired, though, for killing the child. He lost his job for lying on his application leaving out the fact that he resigned from another police department just before they were going to fire him, that he failed a written exam from still a third police outfit, and that his former employer considered him to be emotionally immature. Tamira Rice's mother has asked the new head of the Justice Department, Merritt Garland, to reopen her son's case. Two white men, one white woman, have been arrested for breaking into a black family's home in a place called Walled Lake, Michigan, with their stated mission to kill them. Hadn't done anything. They were going to kill them. They apparently used the N-word repeatedly as they used a crowbar to break in. They broke in the window. The husband was at work. The wife was with the kids. She calls her husband. He called the police, and the wife scared them off with the gun. The husband says it was a hate crime. Local cops say they're not sure. In Florida, 39-year-old white woman's in federal custody for threatening to kill Vice President Kamala Harris. Vivian Phillips, who's a nurse, told her husband, who's in jail, that she was practicing at a gun range and had applied for a concealed carry permit. Authorities say Phelps sent a series of videos to her husband expressing anger over how the presidential election turned out and promising to kill the vice president. You know, if she's convicted, she could face up to five years in prison. And finally... 
The former president, Trump, may be coming back, or at least trying to. He only served one term, so he can serve another term if he's elected. And he told Fox Business News that when it comes to running again, he's all in. 100%. And the polls show it, and everybody wants me to do it. Uh, well, 100%, I'm thinking about running, and we will, I think, be very successful. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So here's a story trending on our home station in Atlanta, Magic 107.5975. Atlanta police say they are launching a brand new strategy to stop young teens from illegally selling water at those busy intersections in Buckhead. Um, they might cite the parents of the kids involved. Uh, now the police say that... Uh, they don't want to arrest the kids, but it's a dangerous situation for the kids and the drivers. So when it's hot outside, Atlanta water boys are at busy intersections peddling cold bottles of water. Some of the drivers say they don't mind, but other motorists say they shouldn't be selling stuff in traffic because it's kind of dangerous, you know? Yeah, you yeah it's really dangerous and distracting. What? So, well, you over yeah. there, when that light turned red, surely here they come. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. When that light turned red, they coming. Mm-hmm. You can you can yeah. bet on that. <laughs> yeah. So um, I saw yeah, it on the news, on and they were saying that uh, some of the motorists, like you said, Shirley, they don't mind. They want to support the boys. Yeah, they want to support yeah. the kids. Yeah, you trust you, me. You really, yeah, it is a dangerous. No, they roll situation. up on you. They take you on the they roll up on and you. The driving uh-huh. They on both sides of the car. It ain't but you in there. So I don't right. know why you on the passenger side. <laughs> Okay, now uh, have there been incidents of somebody? Yes. Yes. yes, 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 it has. Oh well. <laughs> but I mean, you know, the police say they don't want to arrest them, but um, they're gonna have to do something <laughs> with the wrong intent. If you got water, I'm with you. Yeah. They all okay. Them, okay. With this the took threats. a turn. Hey, <laughs> this took a I turn. Know was going. I don't know Look which way you wanted it to go. <laughs> You were well, gonna yeah. say something. Hell, it's a really dangerous situation. So, okay. oh well, they're gonna yeah. have to stop that. Then. Right? Yeah, and I don't know why they haven't. They have tried, but um, nothing they've done has worked. So they're still. I mean, this is the latest. I don't want no damn water. No, I'm I don't want them coming up to my car because it, it, it'd be on it. Yeah, and it's distracting. Mm-mm. Just leave me alone. I don't want any water. And they get mad if you don't roll your window down or if you don't ask for water. You know, I mean, if you don't, you say you don't want it, then they get mad. Yeah, they get mad. It's just a dollar, dog. Well, I ain't got one on me right now. Right. You know. (laughs) No. Wow. How about I got water? (laughs) (laughs) Right. How about I'm not thirsty? Trust me, old people, we leave with everything we need when we leave the house. We got water in there. We got masks. We got Mitch, wipes. We, we got everything. Hand sanitizer. <laughs> All right, coming up, we're going to play a game of who on the show would you trust right after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it's Friday. Let's have some fun, guys. Come on, time to play Who on the Show Would You Trust? All right, Carla has a list of questions for us. Let's go, Carla. All right, Shirley. Guys, here we go. Who would you trust? So who on the show would you trust to bail you out of jail? Anybody? Oh, man. Go. Oh. <laughs> Where the money resides. Yeah. Steve. Steve. Where the money resides. Okay. Now, he ain't going to answer that phone when they call, though. Now, let me tell you that. That one call you got, yeah. you not. he's not picking that up. No, no. Call so, somebody else. Tell them to find you. <laughs> 
Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, same question for you, Steve. Who would you call on this show to bail you out of jail? <sighs> you got to do a blow. <laughs> you got to huff and puff. Because in his mind, ain't none of us got no money. <laughs> well, y'all, got me, all y'all got enough money to get me out, but who would pick up the phone and act first? Uh, Monica. She would Mr. be crying, Sibby wouldn't she? She's going to be yeah, crying, be crying She got to get through crying. But then it'll be on the internet because she'll want to post it on her IG page. <laughs> get paid from TMZ. <laughs> hey. hey. All right, here's another question. Who on this show would you trust to protect you from an intruder? Mm. Let's go, Tommy, if, hey, oh, Junior, okay. Shirley, anybody. Okay, so you can't pick yourself? You can. Well, of course me, but I pick Tommy because yeah, he's yeah. hot-headed. Yeah, hot-headed. Yeah, he's yeah, he going to do hot-headed. something. He's going to spring yeah. in action. going to be a problem. Tommy, <laughs> yes. that would be Tommy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we all picked Tommy. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> oh God. Who on this show would you trust to keep all of your Vegas secrets? Mm. I, sure. Definitely sure. not Monica. <laughs> definitely sure. not the mouth of the South. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh, I picked Shirley. <laughs> yeah, Shirley don't gamble. Yeah, you don't Shirley. gamble. You don't drink. Shirley. Yeah, Shirley. Shirley or come Carla, get you. cause Carla. I pick Carla. Yeah. Yeah, cause Carla ain't gonna go down, cause cause she hard cold. You know, <laughs> fifth ward, loyal. <laughs> you know. Okay. All right. Who on this show would you trust to be kind to your family if you died? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, everybody would be kind to the family. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. So everybody. All right, so who on this show would you trust to perform CPR on you? Uh, uh, It had to be you or Shirley. (laughs) Definitely. Uh, You, Shirley, or Monica. These other two right here? I can't can't have them on. These two? I can't wake up and Jay over me Uh, blowing out. Man, Stand still, dog. (laughs) Hey, man, but it hey, saved your life. What Jay standing on me with CPR. Man, just give me the ambulance, man. Let's see how fast we can get there. But he saved your life. I can hold my breath that long. Hell, I'll take a shot. Little brain damage. I'll, I'll recover some therapy. Uh-uh. Look, at least but when Jay, I wake he up. He saved your life, like yeah, Shirley said. What difference does it make? Get out of here. Nah. Look, look, at least when I wake up, switch places with him. Don't let me see him over me. At least one of y'all. <laughs> okay. That's crazy. All right, here we go. This is a good one right here. Who on the show would you trust to keep your sex tape from falling into the wrong hands? Me. God, dog. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> mm. Me. Well, 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 first of all, look who had the biggest reaction. All <laughs> <laughs> That means there's a possibility that there's a tape out there somewhere. <laughs> they don't they don't they don't they don't play VHSs no more. They don't have no more VHSs. We got digital babies. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, look at the time. We gotta get I say out of junior. Here. I say junior. 
Coming up next. Oh, not Carla or me? Okay, uh-uh, I trust Carla. No. Y'all will be at home looking at it. Hell no. Hell, hell no. Y'all, y'all will send it to the wives. You know, have Not for free. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up next, the nephew with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, the secret, is bound to come out now. Hmm, but right now, the nephew is here. We'll get into that a little later. Right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Nev? Fairly, this right here is go big or go uh-huh. home. Go big or go home. Yeah, you, you, you can't figure it out, can you? Mm-mm. I know, I know. All right. Come on, cat. let's go. Hello, I'm trying to reach Darnell. Darnell, let's see, who is this? Darnell, how you doing? This is Scott with Bigger uh, bigger and Better, uh, where we make you large and in charge. How you doing today? Scott who? My name is Scott and I'm with uh, Bigger and Better, where we make you large and in charge. I'm good, Scott. What's up? We were actually uh, given a, a phone call by your wife. Your wife is, is, is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Well, um, you know, your wife's um your wife's birthday is coming up pretty soon, is that right? Yeah, it's yeah, it's um, a couple of weeks, yeah, it's coming up. Okay, have you have you decided on getting her anything or have you purchased anything yet? No, no, I, I got a couple of things in mind. Um Well actually uh we got a call from uh from I think um we've got something that's gonna that's gonna really uh help you guys and, and something I think that um she wanted to recommend that's something that you probably wouldn't wouldn't think about getting. Alright. I'm all ears. Okay. I've been racking my uh, brain, so I'm all ears. Actually uh, gave us a call. She's actually had an idea, you know, what she would really, really like for her birthday present. So what's the name of your company again? Bigger and better. Um like I said I hold on, hold on. she called you? I'm sorry? She called you to give me an idea on what I should get her for her birthday? Uh, yeah, well, this is this is something that's a little uh, a little different, and it's something that you probably would never in a million years think of. But here at Bigger and Better, where we make you large and in charge, we actually do some things that we definitely know you wouldn't have thought of. So I, I, I definitely understand her giving Sam, us a call. Sam, what's your name? What's your name again? Sam? No, Sam. Scott. Scott. Scott, get to the point. What, what, what you selling? Uh, actually, let us know that there's some things that that are really, really lacking between you guys. And she would very much like for her birthday where you can be a, a lot more well endowed. So you know that's what we do here at Bigger and Better. What? We actually, um, hello. What? I could be more what? More well endowed, sir. So I think really what's going on is Bianca's really not satisfied right now. Is she call you? To tell you that I'm not, what do you mean, well endowed? My junk? So you're 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 inadequate. You know what I mean? You're you're um uh, I, so. I guess maybe maybe very impotent. I'm not sure, but are you kidding me? What's the what's the name of this company again? Uh, bigger and better, where we make you large and in charge. And right now, you know, you're not you're not large and in charge, and we want to get you to that. Are you able to come in for a consultation? Good consultation. I'll tell you what, I'm gonna call her right now. Because this is a right now, okay? I'm going to call her. Well, and, um, well, we're, trying, really well we're trying to do, too, sir, first of all, let me say this. Do, do you not think you need to come in? I don't even think I need to be, be, be talking to you, Mr. Scott, about okay. well, whatever sir, is sir, going sir, on this, in my this, bedroom. I'm king, so I, I, I'm not even, I'm not even, I don't even know what the 
going on. With, okay, whatever sir, can I say this? Selling, this whatever this service you first, for me that's going to increase me in the bedroom. This is the first sign of denial right here. I don't have no denial. I don't have no problems in the bedroom. Okay, well, you, uh, you know what I'm saying? So I, I don't even, why am I even still on the phone with you? Okay, but sir. I mean, you you, you, and, and you, I, a, you ain't have to worry about hearing from her. If she's got some kind of account with you, then she, you ain't got you go ahead and close that out. Okay, Mr. Okay, Darnell, let me say this: you you have a you have a very big ego, sir. But what I want to do is is you know, but you're not you're not as big as your ego. I want to get you to that point. This is some crazy. I've heard some crazy things people sell online, but you gonna call me talk about my wife called you and saying that I'm inadequate in the bedroom. Sir, you know what? And 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 once again, I'm trying. I know you're just doing your job, Scott. But I'm gonna have to call her right now. Okay. okay. So we, sir, don't, don't worry. Lose my number, in, Scott. Don't call denial. me no. Okay. You're in denial. I'm in denial. You. Hello, sir. I really want to help you as much as I can. Listen, man. Listen. I'm trying to get my wife on the phone right now. Okay. I, I know you. You got a job to do. But what I need you to do right now is stop calling me all right i'm trying i'm trying to be nice to you because i'm sure whatever it is she t she called you and you're just doing your job all okay, right but sir, I get i'm that. trying to get you in here to get a consultation so we can get you further along than where you a are consultation a consultation i don't need no consultation i don't need no assistance from you Scott. Okay, sir you're don't you're call me no more man hey you're small and hey, i want to make you bigger you want to make me bigger what 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 is this anyway you bigger huh what kind of job is that how you even get a job like that? You applied for this job? You a idiot? Were you a high school dropout? I'm trying to get hiring? you in. Stop calling me, man. Mr. Darnell, I'm still trying to help you get through this situation, okay? Are you willing to come in for a consultation? At least we're coming in for a consultation. We can get you, you further along than where you are. Are you listening to me? The only consultation we're going to have is my fist in your face if you call me again. I'll tell you what, I will come in for a consultation. Give me, give me your address. And everything like that, all your information, and I will come down for a consultation. You gonna be there? I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. I'm, I'm here. The first uh, eight hours of the day, sir. What I want to do is get you lined up and get your procedure. Let me call. Work. Let me call my wife. You. I don't need no damn procedure. Give me your info, and you got to worry about hearing from us no more. Okay. But right now, I need sir. you to get off. I, mean, I, I don't want to hang up on you. I, I understand you're trying to do your job. Mr. Darnell, I, I, you're small. You're small, I'm and small? I'm trying to make you bigger, Man. sir. You. Hey, sir, you know what? You I'm trying to help you. You're the person that's a little small guy. I'm trying to help you with your problem. Now, if you're not going to be appreciative of it, then I don't even understand why your wife knows you're Give having a your problem. Address, so why would you... And we can have this conversation face-to-face. -face. You don't know what the... Then why would, would your you wife in? call here, sir? Man, it doesn't matter. If I can get on the line, I can figure out why she calls you. Loser, you because you're inadequate. You. Man, Hey, you sir, man. sir, here's the problem. You're tiny and you don't want to admit I'm it. Tiny? Let me get you. You don't know me, man. you never seen me. You don't know anything about me. I, don't, I, I can't even believe my wife would even call you with this. This is, this is how you do business? You going to call me and call me up tiny? Sir, sir I'm let me tiny. explain something to you. I'm not only the president, but I'm also a client, sir. I don't give a what you are, okay? Okay. Then there are some other things that let us know as well. What the f would that be? She also wanted me to tell you that this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your wife just prank phone called you back. <laughs> man, that ain't funny, man. <laughs> I'm out here over here looking at my <laughs> in the mirror. Man, what kind of great job on her? I thought I was good, but I got a little nervous. There. I was like, man, <laughs> what's the baddest radio show in the land?
Come on now, you know it's a Steve Harvey radio show, man. <laughs> I got you. you know, a lot of people need a little enhancing. You know, a lot of people need that little, little something to, you know, enhance themselves. Sometimes you need that. Okay. Coming from the man who needs height. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Wow. I don't need height, Uncle Steve. But what I do need, I need you to vote. I voted. I voted. Did you vote? MTV, I need you to put your vote out there for me. Ready to Love has been nominated for Best Dating Show. So go to vote.mtv.com. That's right. Today is the day. Today is the last day. Listen to me. Vote for Ready for Love, starring Nephew Tommy. Starring. Now, we got enough people listening to this. If you've ever enjoyed the pranks, if you've ever gotten a laugh, if you've ever enjoyed this man's work, vote dot MTV dot MTV dot com. Yes, sir. Come on now. You can go. And right the uh, and and Unc, the MTV Awards night is May 18th. Boy, yes, it's birthday. Tommy's birthday. On his birthday. I'm either going to win or lose on my birthday. One or, one yeah, you still other. alive. You're going to win. You're going to win. You're still alive. You yeah. Win. Yeah. All you want to do is celebrate the birthday. Damn the rest of it. All right. Strawberry <laughs> letter up next. The secret is bound to come out now. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Never know. It could Buckle be up. Worse. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. The secret is bound to come out now. Dear Stephen Shirley, I am a 36-year-old man, and my wife and I split up almost two years ago. She moved on and is dating someone she met at church. She just had a baby a month ago, and she kept it from me for two weeks. I found out after my pops told me. He said she sent him pictures of her infant daughter, and my sister went to visit the baby a few days ago. My dad said my sister's kids are in love with the baby already, and she's the cutest little thing ever. I call this woman to see if it was really true because I was told she couldn't have any more children. I told her how hurt I was the day I found out from my pops. She and I have two sons, and after our second son was born, her doctor said she couldn't have any more children. I accepted it and was happy with my sons, but I always wanted to have one more child, a daughter, to spoil rotten. She told me that the baby was a surprise, and she apologized for the way I found out. She called her daughter a miracle baby and a blessing. My heart was broken. And what makes matters worse is that her daughter was born on my birthday. How crazy is that? I told her I would love to see the baby and meet her new boyfriend. She said that wouldn't be possible. And then I had to remind her of the wild night we had almost a year ago when we slipped up and had unprotected sex three times in one night. I told her I have every right to see the baby because she might be my child. She doesn't mm. want her boyfriend to know, but it's bound to come out. Wow. I want to get a paternity test. Oh, did I mention that our divorce is not final? Should I let her boyfriend know what's up and get a DNA test? 
<laughs> That's hard right there. I don't know. Um, but you sound like you don't believe your wife. Um, you sound like that, you know, what she said about the baby being a surprise and a miracle baby, um, you know, is not true. Nor do you accept her apology for the way you found out. And based on that, I, I don't think she was deliberately trying to break your heart. You said you're heartbroken. Uh, it's your right, and no one can stop you from getting a paternity test but your wife. But do you really, really want to do that, or are you just bitter? Um, you know, ideally, I would love to say yes, get a DNA test, find out if the daughter is yours, and if by chance she is, you guys could all live happily ever after. But you know that's not going to happen. That's not real life. It's not reality. I think your wife will do anything, I'm sure, to keep her boyfriend from finding out. She doesn't want him to know this, that, you and, and that the two of you had a tryst, uh, you know, about a year ago. And, um, hmm. <laughs> And she totally, for sure, does not want him to know that the baby might be yours. Uh, yeah, she, she should have waited until the divorce was final, but obviously you even said in, in the letter that she had moved on. She moved on from you, and she was just waiting for the final papers. You, on the other hand, do not seem to have moved on at all. I mean, listen, it's not your place to tell her man what is up in this situation. Please know that. Uh, I, I, I think you should continue to enjoy your son until or unless your soon-to-be ex-wife changes her mind, okay? Or else you're going to just, it's going to be confusion and mess. Confusion and mess. Steve, more mess. I don't, the subject is, the secret is about to come, the secret is bound to come out now. Mm -hmm. I don't understand you, sir, right. writing this letter. I mean, man, what's, bruh, bruh, what's, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I mean, you just, you know, you've heard the saying, uh, hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. Mm. Now, this is you all day, man, and I don't understand. Now, your ex and I, y'all split up almost two years ago. She moved on. And is dating somebody else. Okay, got it. That she met at church. She had a baby a month ago. She kept it from you for two weeks. She don't owe you nothing. She, she don't owe you nothing. I found out after your my pops told me, he said she sent him pictures of her infant daughter and my sister wanted to visit the baby a few days ago. My dad said my sister's kids are in love with the baby already and she's the cutest little thing ever. I called the woman to see if it was really true. No, the woman is your ex. Because I told her she couldn't, I was told she couldn't have any more children. Well, she said that the doctor told her it was a miracle, baby. And, you know, that was it. But you wanted to have one more child. So you accepted it, happy with your sons. But you always wanted this one child, a daughter, so you could spoil rotten. Now, the lady told you that the baby was a surprise and she apologized for the way she found out. But she said that the baby is a miracle baby. That's true. My heart was broken. Why? Dog, right there, my heart was broken. Dog, you all, y'all done split up two years ago. See, here's the part I don't like about this letter. He not saying why what they split you? up. See, he, that's exactly. not in the letter. Right. See, 
something went wrong to cause y'all to be split up over two years ago. When we come back, we're going to discuss this. But 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 he's only going to get worse with what he's going to say in this letter. So this little scorned guy sounds a bit bitter like Shirley said. We'll talk about it when we come back. Mm. All right, Steve, we'll have part two of your response coming mm. up at Something 23 minutes. Mm-hmm. After the hour. Uh, subject of today's Strawberry Letter, The Secret is Bound to Come Out Now. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. The subject, The Secret is Bound to Come Out Now. You know, this guy split up with his wife of almost two years. She done moved on and started dating somebody she met at the church. She done got pregnant and had a baby two weeks ago. Didn't tell him. She ain't obligated to tell him nothing. But obviously you ain't close to the woman because how's a woman pregnant for nine months and you get, she got your two sons. You ain't been over there. You ain't seen the boys. You ain't picked them up. You couldn't tell she was pregnant. So see, man, so it's something else going on because for nine months she ain't been here. So for at least two months she had to be showing. Exactly. So I don't know how you been picking up your sons and getting your visitation with your boys and not notice that this woman was pregnant. So that right there is a gap in the letter for me. Now the woman has the baby and sends some pictures to your dad and your sister and your sons is in love with the baby already. Now you always wanted a baby girl, so now you mad. You heartbroken. And, and, and she told you that it was a miracle baby. The doctors told you she couldn't have, the doctors told you she couldn't have no more baby. Well she had one, so the baby was surprised. And so now it's a miracle, baby, and a blessing. My heart was broken. What makes matters worse is that her daughter was born on my birthday. How crazy is that? It's it's called coincidence, dog. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all, do you know how many people born on your birthday? <laughs> you have any idea how many people got the same birthday you got? Now, you tripping. How crazy is that? I told her I'd love to see the baby and meet her new boyfriend. But man, what? She don't owe you that. She said that wouldn't be possible. And then I had to remind her of the wild night we had almost a year ago when we slipped up and had unprotected sex three times in one night. Over a year ago, dog. Do the numbers. Do the numbers. Now you're trying to make something out of nothing. I told her I have every right to see the baby because she might be mine. Might and is is two big-ass differences. She don't owe you nothing. She ain't asking for child support or none of that. I have every right because the baby might be mine. Dog, what's wrong with you? What did y'all do to even be in line for this divorce? And now you sitting up in here, you so damn hurt and bitter. Heartbroken. I want to meet the baby and the boyfriend. You ain't her daddy. What? Dog, you her ex. She don't owe you nothing. I told her I got every right to see the baby. She doesn't want her boyfriend to know, but it's bound to come out. How is bound to come out? How is it bound to come out, dog? I want to get a paternity test. Oh, did I mention that our divorce is not final? Yes, it is. It's over. Bruh, let me explain something to you. What you mean? As far as she's concerned, it's over. Bruh, let me tell you something. The divorce is over. You, see, look, man, when people get a divorce, the date that they that they sign them divorce papers, 
That's just when the court legalized it. The divorce is over. Your divorce is over long before you get a court date. Mm-hmm. The filing and what led up to it. Divorces are long in coming, man. So, oh, did I mention our divorce is not final? Should I let her boyfriend know what's up and get a DNA test? You know something, man? I wish you would go over there and say something to you. You might get your ass You just might get what you need. Well, you have to get your ass I mean, if you bring that over there. You have to. If you go over there, because see, guess what? What you over here trying to wreck my happiness for? Yeah. Now, you over here, nah, 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 wait, 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 you ain't going to be all that happy. We had sex a year ago. Now, why would you do that? Why would you do that? You know why you would do it? Because you miserable without her. Because you did something to bring about the divorce. Now, you ain't put none of that in your letter. But you don't get divorced for no reason. And she done moved on this quick? Well, it ain't really quick. Been two years. Two years. But she done moved on because you had moved on and done something else. I promise you this divorce ain't about no money or nothing. I promise you this dude did something because he didn't say nothing. Let me tell you something. If he had some goods on this woman, the way he crying in this letter, you don't think he said it? She cheated on me once before. This must be the dude she cheated with. Ain't none of that in there. He didn't mention the cause of the divorce. That's how I know something wrong. Because a man this hurt and bitter would have threw that in there. Mm-hmm. So now he going to bring up that, that, that wild night y'all had almost a year ago. Man, why don't you let the woman be happy and go on about your damn busy? Yeah. That ain't your daughter, chances are. You don't need a DNA, chances are, and you want to go over there and tell it. I why hope you? he beat your ass when you <laughs> why, why his boys when he... What, Steve? I hope he beat your ass when you come over there. That'll teach you something. Run over here, man, trying to mess up somebody's happiness, man, because you miserable with your little ragged-ass life. You got two sons, man. Take care of them. You and why they didn't tell him that mama was pregnant? They never even said that. No. He ain't seen him. Because, dog, dog, let me tell you what I think. He wants to tell the boyfriend, the husband. No, see, hey, man, let me tell you what I think. I don't think he all that close. Because how this woman pregnant and got his sons, and the sons ain't mentioned it, and he ain't seen the wife, he ain't seen his girl pregnant. Nine months of pregnancy, and you you couldn't tell? I get some information no. No. How skinny yeah, is left she? A lot of- All right, listen, thank you, Steve. Coming up next, Junior and Sports Talk at 46 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, Junior is here with Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? Well, Shirley, last night the draft started. There it is. We got a whole weekend of the NFL draft. Number one pick went to Trevor Lawrence out of Clemson. Not no shock there, um, but I the, the, the you know the Texans the, the don't have a pick. The number one pick went to the Jaguars. Yeah, I'm just saying, I'm saying Trevor Lawrence yeah. went to the Jaguars out of Clemson, but we don't have a pick till probably third tonight. Round. Third round is on the next time third we pick. That's how round. I know. We, yeah, that's how I know we ain't gonna be good. Houston, 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 man, y'all dying. 
Man. All we want is a quarterback that don't need massages. That's all we looking for. Something like that. <laughs> Get somebody. Don't need rubbing on. Rub yourself, <laughs> man. Jeez. It's going to be hard, though. Yeah. <laughs> to find. But um, I thought of something that, um, you know, today a lot of the players going to be at home, Tommy. A lot of them going to okay. be at home, man. And, um, you know, you're going to be at home. It's just some things that I was thinking about that we probably don't want to see when they call your name. Just some mm. stuff we just don't want to see because you're going to be at home. For instance, uh, we don't want to see the uncle with the high white socks and the shorts on. Keep him <laughs> off camera. Nephew. We not, yeah. Go ahead, nephew. With the, with the chain and everything. We ain't trying to see him. Can I tell you one thing we don't need to see? Go ahead, uncle. The suit that the wide receiver had on that the Lions picked. <laughs> Oh, what the lapel a yeah. different color? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, the you, you the pocket was a different Man, color. he had a Glenn plaid. Then he had another plaid on lapel. Then he had a striped shirt. Then he had a chain on. Then he had braids. Bruh, we got to we, we got work to do too much. That's a lot yeah. of Who made uh, that? That one of his boys don't. made that suit. Somebody tell him, dog, I'm telling you finna kill him with this. Dog, <laughs> you wear that, that one lapel that don't match <laughs> nothing else and put a patch pocket on it. <laughs> <laughs> that was what designer, you Steve. That was designer. What else we don't want to see, Junior? Oh, I'll tell you something else we want to see. Could y'all please clean the table off in the back? We don't need all the bills on here when you get drafted <laughs> when they call your name. He bought the pounds for you. Just take the bills and put them up somewhere. Whole table full of light bill, water bill, gas bill. We we got the bill. Just put them into the side. Hey, you Junior. see all that. Hey, Junior, uh, they bought them over there for the draft. Yeah, for the draft. <laughs> Everybody laid them on the table. Hey, no, when you get that check, look here. That's what I need. Look That's here. the whole family. The whole. Wow. We ain't trying to see that. And one more thing I just want I to say. Uh-huh. Uh, make sure all the fish is fried before they call your name because we can hear the sizzling. We hear the sizzling in the back. We, we hear can't the hear nothing you saying because they dropping it in the deep fry. We hear this fish cooking. Just make sure all of it done before they call your name. That's for the day now. All right, Junior. Thank you. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, while a lot of people are out there looking for the one, there are apparently plenty of people who don't think monogamy is for them, even if they're married. And while some people would never be satisfied with an open relationship that allows them and their partner to sleep with other people, a brand new poll finds that there are a lot of people who are curious about them. A new YouGov poll of more than 23,000 Americans finds that 26% of Americans are interested in having an open relationship, while 68% are absolutely not interested. So here's the question for you guys. Have you ever been in an open relationship that didn't work out, or do you want to be in an open relationship? Have you thought no about it? No in hell. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know you guys are married. No in hell. Man, hell no. <laughs> not being in no damn open relationship. My wife? You gotta be uh-huh. out your mind, man. Get out of here. Nah. My wife just gonna leave the house. I'm going over Darnell's. I'll be back. <laughs> what? <laughs> you going hey. where? Open. <laughs> Open relationship. What? You're going to Darnell's. <laughs> yeah. I have trouble making it work with the one. 
Yeah. <laughs> right. Why are you married? That's all. Now, I've question. been in an open relationship before, but ain't nobody know it. <laughs> oh. You knew it. <laughs> you knew Secret open relationship. Oh, I used to be wide open. <laughs> but I was the only one who had that information. And when the other party found out, you denied it, didn't you? What? What? You know he'll lie when the truth what? will do. All the Who? time. Who told you that? Where? Open relationship. When? You're doing why all that shock? Yeah. <laughs> why would I? Why come? <laughs> what for? When I got you. Yeah. Why get married if you want to be in an open relationship, though? That's always my question. What is what? Why get married if you want to be in an open relationship? Oh, I didn't That's even all... know you were just talking about marriage, but I'm just talking about relationship. But or if you're married, I don't even yeah. understand that at yeah. all. Why, are you Why would you get open... married? Why are you up there saying vows? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, That's beyond me. Are in. Mm-hmm. Huh? I said married couples are in open relationships. So oh, they are. Yeah. I mean, why even get married if you want to be in an open relationship? I don't know anybody uh-huh. that has an open relationship that's going to last. Mm. And there are several people talking about it. But if that's what you have, then if that's the type of marriage and this can work for you, then go ahead and do you. I don't care. Do you, boo? No. <laughs> I don't it care. But you know... But you know, like we were talking about my old interview that was trending the other day uh-huh. about male yeah. and, uh, and uh, you know, like like you know, once again, it's my opinion, and you're uh-huh. free to have whatever your opinion you want. Uh-huh. But uh, this open relationship, I go back to that example. I can I thought about it over and over. If you're in a committed relationship and you have a female friend and you're a man and you're in bed at two o'clock in the morning. And your friend, quote unquote, this girl who you say is your friend, calls you at two in the morning and says she has a flat tire out on the road. And you get up out your bed and tell your committed partner that you're in a relationship with, you getting up out your bed to put some clothes on to go change the tire of a woman that's just your friend. Who who (laughs) laying next to you is going for that? Shirley? Uh-uh. Carla? Oh, no. No. Not at I all. I mean, we'll both go. <laughs> she needs to start gonna leave AAA. me. Oh, no, 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 no. Ain't oh, no, when you say we here. both going, oh, that's really not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I understand what Shirley is saying. I'll yeah. go with you. I'll yeah. go with you. Oh, you're with, not just yeah, going to leave me right sure. here and go. No, she yeah, got it fixed, babe. No, she got it fixed. She's straight. Because a woman wants to know why she got to call you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Exactly. Why are you the go-to guy? Because you're my friend. No, no, All right, no. Uh, why we'll is have your more. phone ringing? <laughs> we'll have, yeah, we'll have more of today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 20 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's happening. Uh, Rudy Giuliani's apartment and his New York City office were raided by the feds. Uh, They seized his electronic devices. Feds are doing a criminal probe into his alleged involvement in dealings with the Ukraine. What are the feds looking for, you ask? Well, 
They want to see if Rudy Giuliani and Donald Trump's attorney illegally lobbied the Trump administration in 2019 on behalf of the officials in Ukraine. Because, you know, he was over there trying to dig up dirt on Biden and Biden's son, and they got the uh, Ukrainian ambassador Hey, can I tell you fired. something? Mm-hmm. When the feds come, they don't come because they think. They're not guessing. <laughs> no. Uh-huh. Yeah. No. They've Fed, done their the homework. The feds is not yeah. guessing. Yeah. No, no. And then they, they come early, no. early With them the windbreakers on? Yeah. The feds come yeah. when they know. Yeah. Yes. Okay. See, they waited yes. on Giuliano, so ain't no, ain't no, ain't no Trump pardoning this. Well, and Michael Cohen, <laughs> he said it was first me, and then he said that uh-huh. Giuliani was next. He What's said that, Michael next? Cohen. He did say that, so... Mm, it's yeah, happening. It's happening. Juliana yeah, should have been in jail with all that black it. ass hair down leaking down the side <laughs> of his head. Because he's hot as hell in jail. All right. We'll have no more air conditioned prison. <laughs> we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 33 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, it's time now for Ask the CLO. Just in time, Steve Harvey, back from the motherland. Ask the CLO, the chief love officer. Here we go. Yeah, right. Had to get it out. Had to get it out, sister. Had to get it out, sis. All right, this one is from... Uh, Dana in Rolling Fork, Mississippi. She says, the love of my life came into my life by accident and he worried me half to death until I agreed to go out with him. I'm a professor at a community college and he is a sanitation worker, but not a garbage man. When I introduced him to my friends and family, he proudly told him what he does for a living and they judged him before they got to know him. He treats me like a queen, and he loves the Lord. Do other opinions matter? Not at all. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not at all. And you know what? And 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 your family don't know what this man gonna be. Where we are today is just where we are today. And he keeps waking up in the morning, so his journey ain't over. I wouldn't worry about them people, man, at all. He proud of himself, and you love the way he treats you. Go on about your business and have a great life. That's Amen why be by that. yourself, worried about somebody else. Seriously. <laughs> and who are they to judge? What, what's so great about their life? The man living a good life. Mm-hmm. Honest life. Man, come on. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, we're, we're moving on to Marcus in East Texas. He says, Aww. I've been dating a female, Marcus. I've been dating a female that's 10 years older than me, and she has a 30-year-old daughter that is messing with one of my friends. Her daughter is married, and my friend has been married for only two years. I told my friend he's dead wrong for cheating, and I talked to my girlfriend's daughter about it. The girl told her mama that I'm all in her business, and now my girlfriend thinks I have an ulterior motive, or I'm jealous because I want her daughter. So much for trying to help out. How do I get out of this? No, just get out of it. Instead of saying, okay, my bad, tell you what, do what the hell you want to do. Go on about your business. Mm-hmm. I'm using up all the energy I have right now, early, because I feel myself fading. <laughs> You're going to be fine, Steve. <laughs> so this burst of energy I got is <laughs> taking everything I got. Get out you of sound it. sound good. <laughs> you do. 
So you're telling him just to get out of it, which means what? Stop talking? Yeah. Okay. Let me ask you a question, Shirley. Is mm-hmm. he married to this woman? No, he's just dating her. He's just dating her. And, and she's the woman, an older woman. Yeah, she's 10 years older than he is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Her 30-year-old daughter, daughter is sleeping with one of his friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And okay, both of well, them are married. Okay, now he told her, and she done told her mama now, mama, thank you. What ulterior, what ulterior motive could he have? Yeah. Or he's jealous because he wants her daughter. Wow. <laughs> That's a stretch. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Coming up, it is our last break of the day and our last break of the week. And we'll have some closing remarks at 49 minutes after from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we are this Friday. Last break of the day, last break of the week. Whew. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. you just want to exhale it's been on a, a Friday. Yeah. <sighs> I got through today, but boy, it was, it was a little rough for me. You know, I ain't gonna the tell flight. no tale. Yeah, you held it down, yeah. though. Yeah, you did great, huh? Mm-hmm. You mean go to Got us through this Friday morning, sir. Yes. Yep. We couldn't even tell. So, what's on your plate for the weekend? What you got going on? Man, I'm 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 really gonna just take four days and rest. I got to rest, man. I'm so happy you're saying that because oh, you never great. do that. You never say that. I, you I have to rest. rest. Yeah. I really need more than four days, but I told my wife. I said, babe, when I get home. I just need four complete days. Now, one thing about Marjorie, when she know I need rest, she shut all that down. Ain't nobody getting over there. <laughs> you know, but I think I need four complete days of rest. I need to detox. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need to go to the chiropractor. I need to do some steams. I need to just... Ugh. I got to reset. Pull yourself yeah. back together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had no eating restrictions at all. <laughs> <laughs> so well, you're back that's a good with, thing. Uh, back on your routine. Yeah. I'm yeah. thinking about doing D herbs. Yeah, do mm, the D herbs. Do the detox. The D herbs cleanse. I, me and them, uh, me I and Jackie start Monday. That's what's up. Start Monday, dog. Monday. <laughs> oh no 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 no! I gotta start now. Oh, no. okay. I'm waiting till Monday. I'm 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 enjoying my weekend. I'm gonna start Monday. Well, see right there, I'm not that. That ain't how I work. If I could do it today, I, I start now because I ain't, I ain't got no days to burn. I'm a little bit further out than you. Oh. Yeah. See, you ain't really got nothing to lose. What did you <laughs> eat over there? Dog everything. <laughs> Dog, whatever they put in front of me. Spring buck, kadoo. What? Kadoo, uh, what is that? Yeah, I ate with antelope. I had everything, though. French fries. What antelope? Oh, antelope oh, and fries. Antelope? Yeah. yeah, it's like venison. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. So whatever they put in front of you. <laughs> yeah, I just ate it. Ostrich. Have, yeah, I had all that. What kind they of ice cream stew. do they have? You they have ice cream? what? Ice cream? Yeah, they got all that, though. Did they got everything. Pasta. Ate a lot of pasta. Mm-hmm. I was just eating. Man. They had no, no dietary restrictions at all. I wasn't intermittent fasting. I wasn't. I didn't lay off sugar. I was wrong, man. I've been wrong for about ever since I went out to L.A. for feud. Oh, okay. Because I've been gone now over, over almost five, six weeks. Thing about it, you can well, you know what, Steve? A lot of us, back. a lot of us haven't been to uh, 
out of the country, but we've been wrong too. Pandemic pounds. So don't what? feel like you're by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you what this lady said. I was in um, Best Buy the other day. I had to pick up something for my daughter. So we, everybody had their masks on, of course. And this one lady uh, came up to me. And she said, excuse me, are you Shirley Strawberry? And I said, yes, I am. She said, I knew it. She told her girlfriend. She said, I knew that was her. And then she turned back around to me and said, I knew that was you because of the hair. She said, but you're a little thicker now. Uh, she said that. Wow. <laughs> she said I saw you last. I was like, wait a minute. Wow. It's the COVID. It's the COVID-15. <laughs> That's she was pretty like, bold right I there. Know. That's I know. <laughs> she said, but you a little thicker now than I saw you last. I was like, but this wow. though. You ain't curse or nothing? You didn't have a good day. <laughs> I know. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah. I'd have just brought her and said, well, well you pretty thick too. <laughs> yeah. Because I know she was. She was a little thick, but it was. I know she was, though. cause that's who that's who do it. Y'all do it to each other like that. If if it's if she thick, she gonna say you look a little thicker. You know? Yeah, I'm just a little. Just well, you a little, do just too. A little bit. Yeah, I gained about ten pounds. I have gained about ten pounds. I have. I have. <laughs> that's pretty no, good have, for a year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for a year. Some pick it up in a I've week. I gained more than that. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, well, hey, I know I know? gained eight on this trip. <laughs> Minimum, at least eight. I don't even want to go step on the scale when I get home. Whoa. You eat antelope. Yeah. <laughs> so, so how much was you doing on the plane, Unc, and the layovers? Yeah, you just bread. You know, they had a lot of bread on the plane. Just ate the bread. <laughs> so what was your best dish over there? They bought these chicken thighs on this skewer that was hanging. On this uh-huh. metal rod, yeah. over this open flame, they brought it to your table like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was outstanding. Mm-hmm. It, it was outstanding. Guys. You know. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, that's great. Now, yeah, I yeah, you can out. get back. You could snatch back. Yeah, you back. Snatch to- back, Steve. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna have to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I gotta do probably, something, man. We should probably all go back on D herbs. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, it's time. Yeah. It is. It's no, time. he's actually he's actually gonna bring it to my hotel this morning, and I go get on the plane. Ad. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's bringing. Oh, yeah. I asked. I said, man, I need some help. Yeah. No problem. Well, you will lose it on. You're gonna drop on, it with that. D herbs. You will, and you'll be healthier and feel better. So. Yeah, that's that's what it is. Mm-hmm. After about that third glass of charcoal, oh, you're going to be right. <laughs> you're going to be right. I know that's the cart that extracts it. Get that antelope oh, out man. of it. Get that antelope out of it. <laughs> run, it run it out. Run that antelope right on out of it. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 